Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 334. I'm Kelly Roach, and you are listening to Unstoppable Success Radio, the podcast for achievers, believers, dreamers, and doers who want to build a profitable, sustainable business around a life of purpose, fulfillment, freedom, and family. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am thrilled to have the fabulous Kelsey Chapman here with me today. Kelsey, welcome to the show. Hey, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you here. So guys, just a little bit about Kelsey, and this doesn't even scrape the surface of her brilliance, but she's a creative and marketing strategist who is passionate about equipping entrepreneurs to build their business, grow their platform, and steward their influence. And her mission is really helping all of us to build a business that we love, stay on purpose, not burn ourselves out, give back and serve our audience in a meaningful way to accomplish our business goals. So when you guys hear that, my unstoppable army, I know you have to think to yourselves, there couldn't be a more perfect guest to be on our show today. So Kelsey, what are we missing there? I mean, obviously you've done so many incredible things and you're a very strong presence online. Um, what else would you want our audience to know about you just kicking off the show today? Yeah, well, I, I would say that, you know, these um, specific topics that I became passionate about are, you know, things I learned the hard way. I, you know, got my feet wet working with, you know, you know, a series of entrepreneurs, but I worked on their team and I realized, wow, you know, they've got incredible messages they want to bring to the world. They want to expand their reach, but don't know how. So I'm going to learn how to do that. (laughs) And then they also, you know, are having issues with their team sticking around, you know, one, employer um, right out of college had an incredible mission. We were doing microfinance loans in Africa and really making an impact on the world. When I took the job, I thought I could do this forever. Um, But every employee quit in one day and, you know, he was turning over a new round of employees every six months. And that really spoke to me of, wow, someone can be doing something incredible. They could be a good person making a very important mark on the world. But when we're not stewarding the influence we have, we're never going to get as far as we actually hope to. Our dreams are not going to unfold to their highest potential. So it really sent me down this path of like, okay, I did all the strategy work of how to you know, help build a business when I was part of building someone else's and how to help build an audience so that we could expand their reach. But then this stewardship piece became really important because I really care about people's dreams, you know, becoming a reality. Uh, But I do think that requires some self-work on our own part. So that is really the why behind what I do. Yeah, no, I I absolutely love that and I think that in this this internet world that we live in of social media and instant gratification, you know, when we think about building an audience, I think sometimes the go-to is um how big and what what ads are you running and, you know, how popular and I think at the end of the day, you know, and, and we're going to get into this today obviously, but you know, it, it's really about service. 
right? Mm-hmm. It's really about serving on a deep level, that stewardship that you just talked about, Kelsey. And I think that's kind of the missing piece um, for a lot of entrepreneurs that want to grow their audience faster and bigger um, is learning that it's it's really about the degree to which you're serving. So I would love you to mm-hmm. share your your thoughts and feedback on that, Kelsey, and then maybe give us some, some tips and strategy because I know you are an expert in helping people build their audience. And I know that stewardship is really at the center of that. Yeah. So for me, serving came down to, okay, what are the best ways I can speak to my audience and continue to build trust with free, valuable content? Because my clients always come to me after they've either been sent my way from a trusted friend or referral, or they've heard me, they feel like they know me, they think what I'm, you know, releasing into the world is a fit for them. And so for me, it came down to serving them with excellent free content that could just kind of continue to build that trust. And I, you know, really wanted to start off 2018 in alignment and in alignment with what felt life giving to me versus draining. So I kind of made a commitment of like, it's very easy for me to jam pack my schedule. I'm a more is more type of girl. So (laughs) I can easily jam pack my schedule from 7am to midnight, but I was finding myself resentful of the very things I loved when I did that. So I committed to slower mornings, less meetings. And then on Tuesday and Thursdays, I'm going to pop into my Facebook group where everyone's invited and give a free quick message. And so, you know, this Tuesday I did a message about how to, um, build connect, how to gain connections without the dreaded phrase of, hi, can I pick your brain? You know, Mm -hmm. and I did a whole message about serving servant leadership. You know, I've gained access to mentors who don't even offer one-on-ones anymore because I approached them and said, how can I serve you? If you'll give me an hour of your time a month, I'm not asking you to go to coffee and pick your brain. I really would love to offer you my services. I'll run your Instagram account, a service I typically charge you know, $600 for, I'll do that for you. If you'll give me an hour of your time once a month and guess what? Both said yes. Mm -hmm. And so for me, you know, one of them walked me through my latest launch and she's on Marie Forleo's launches. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. I'm so thankful to have her wisdom and insight. And so I did a quick message, took me 15 minutes. I loved chatting about it with my Facebook group. They gave me feedback. They felt honored because I shared some of my knowledge and insight that's helped me get ahead with them. But then also it pays off. Through serving, I had two service inquiries that day. Um, getting visible through um, building genuine connection really works. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think the message that I try to share on this show a lot is to to truly understand that I think a, a lot of people feel I want to serve. I'm trying to serve. I'm not seeing a response. I'm not seeing a reaction. I'm not seeing feedback, right? Because they're putting out content. They're not getting um, the thousand likes or the thousand comments that they're looking for. And I think that the, the message I try to share with people is you don't know who's watching. And many times people don't reach out until that moment that they're ready to take action right? I have people all the time that come join one of our programs, sign up for coaching, join a a course of ours. And they say, I've been watching you on video for four years. I've been, you know, on your email list for three years. I've been watching and I've never seen their name before. They've never responded. They've never reached out. They've never commented. Most people don't, but that doesn't mean no one's paying attention. 
and that it isn't making a difference, you know? Oh, it's so true because I can even speak to that from being the consumer side of things sometimes. You know, the a beta I'm in that I um, applied for this year, I've been on her email list for three years. The first time I heard Anne Samoylov was three years ago on a webinar, you know, and I just made my first action step in July, you know, and I was able to tell her when we did get connected, hey, I remember my first first webinar where you were a guest on it. And she was like, that's crazy, you know, but I I mean, from a consumer, I totally get it. I've been there. And then from the producer side, you know, just keep doing it, just stay consistent. And then if it comes to a place where that specific task you're serving again is sucking the life out of you, it's not life giving anymore. Move on. You know, I, I, moved on to committing to instead of posting every single day on Instagram while that while Instagram is my niche and my thing I just pop in stories because I don't feel as much pressure for it to be perfect in stories and so if I don't have anything grand to post on Instagram that day for my actual glossy curated feed, then you know what? I can be totally unpolished and riff and stories and I still am visible and I'm still there, but the pressure was off. And so do what, you know, you can't disappear. And I get that more than anyone. I do, you know, Instagram for my job. I have to stay present somewhat there, but sometimes if something's just sucking the life out of you, pivot for a while. Yeah, I think that's such a good message, especially at the beginning of the year. Um, You know, I I think that sometimes we're afraid to pull back and to really listen to our gut and our intuition and to let ourselves feel good with what we're doing because we feel like we have to do the hard work, quote unquote. Um, But I think that when you are joyfully doing what you're doing and and enjoying it and and truly you feel like you're, you're in it because you want to be and you're where you should be, you get such a better result. And I think that's oh, not yeah. the obvious, right? Like we feel like if we pull back a little bit that our results are going to crumble when in reality, if you actually do less, but what you're doing has more intention and you feel more present with doing it, it's going to create a better result anyway. Oh my gosh. Yes. I call 2017 my year of hibernation. And if you look through my feed right now, while I was managing 40 accounts a month and running a, a well a well-received Instagram course, I was posting maybe once a month and I really was at a place of burnout last year. And it took me from about February to November to reset um, my life of of kind of pulling back and saying, this is not the pace at which I want to live. I don't want to live like this forever. I don't want to work 80 hours a week forever. I'm dying. You know, I got into running my own business for freedom and I'm a slave to it. And so I thought, oh, sure, this is, you know, career suicide. I am an Instagram coach. And here I am not posting enough on Instagram. Like the cobbler's kids have no shoes, but no one was living and dying by whether I posted business actually doubled last year. So, you know, I think we, you know, believe into believe into the lie that if we slow down, we're going to lose momentum because all the Facebook ads that are so perfectly targeted to us that tell us the perfect formula for our success are telling us to do more. And we actually need to get in alignment with what is in tune with what's giving us life versus do all the things every everyone says, which is actually impossible 
I, I really kind of had kind of a reality check towards the end of last year. And it was really interesting because multiple people in my life confirmed it of um, really feeling like it was time to stop consuming and start creating because I was just consuming more information out of fear of, of failure and I wasn't producing any right. longer. And right. so it's kind of like, okay, time to reset. Yes. You know, time to create. Such a good message for everyone. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I want to go back to what you said about the Instagram stories and how you're really focusing more so on that than frequency of posting because I think that there's a deeper message there, but then also I'd love for you to share some strategy around that. Um, I think on one hand, that's something for everyone to really pay attention to. Obviously, you're an Instagram expert and um, it is so much more about human connection than it is about just slamming the board with posts, right? And, right. And in like every realm, like not even talking about Instagram. Like I think it's about human connection overall. I think more and more our consumers are getting smarter. They're tired of the same old, same old. They want something real. They want to feel a sense of connection. They want rapport. They want trust. They want conversation, right? I've been talking about this a lot yeah. lately. So I love hearing you say that as it relates to Instagram. And talk to us a little bit about your particular cadence and strategy around Instagram stories and how you've kind of shifted to putting a lot of focus there. Absolutely. Yes. So I love stories. I'll be the first to say I need to be doing them more there as well, but I enjoy them. I really enjoy, um, you know, riffing, talking about something I, you know, am always talking about with my friends or my peers or people I kind of look to and run alongside in business. And so I use that as a space to really talk about the things that I care about. So I am building connection. My, my audience is getting to know my why. Um, and more than selling on stories, I'm actually just building connection and trust with me. And I think that consumers are really oversaturated with selling because our Facebook feeds are filled with ads that are perfectly catered to us. Our Instagram feeds are moving towards that. I think stories is a great opportunity to build connection and showcase your why, drive them to an email list or somewhere else you sell, but just use that as a space to connect. And yeah, maybe you talk about your products, there's some, but I really think people are hungry for someone to not be a walking billboard for their product every second of the day. And just like when you're watching The Bachelor on a Monday night, you go down a rabbit hole of Instagram Googling, you know, what is that girl's life really like or whatever. Your audience is actually curious about the behind the scenes of your life. They want to know what you're cooking, what you're eating, what, who you your friends are, what you're talking about day to day. That sounds so um, unprofessional, but I, I like to say your feed, your feed where you post your photos is the gloss of your business and you get to have the curated photos that are beautifully styled and well done. I'm very picky about what goes in my feed and the messages that stay there permanently because your posts don't go away, but your stories do. So you kind of get to riff and be a little more unpolished. It's kind of the behind the scenes of the set of your business. And I think people are really hungry for that because again, they see sales all day, every day. They're bombarded with pitches for the next service or product. So what's going to set you apart is you, you know, why you do what you do. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I really enjoy stories. I think it's a great place to build that connectedness. I um, kind of tell people if you are kind of lost on what to say, make a list of the five topics you're always talking about too. Maybe, maybe if this is a strictly business Instagram account, then, you know, if you run a pure bar studio, you could have your top five topics be, you know, the certain move that shapes your legs perfectly to the best selling leggings in the studio to the client of the day. You know, you can tailor your topics to what's relevant to the why of your business. You don't have to be, you know, a brick and mortar talking about your favorite bachelorette pick of the week, but you can still build connectedness and create a fun conversation and be relevant to your business. So for me, you know, my peers constantly talk, hear me talking about how, you know, personality typings has helped me with hiring and structuring my business. So I decided to start talking about that in my stories because that's still relevant to my audience. It could help them. And it's true to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And with your stories, like how do you tend, do you use stories very differently than you would say a Facebook live? So, you know, when you're doing your stories, how long are you typically staying on for? And are you typically focusing your stories on content based material the same way you would share content in a podcast or in a Facebook live? Or are you trying to keep your stories more personal as well the, the way that your feelings? would look. I try to keep them more personal in a sense of like, hey, come on over to my Facebook live because then it's driving my audience to my Facebook group. Hey, did you hear my podcast with Kelly today? We chatted about this. I would love for you to come check it out. And so it's a lot more casual. Um, I, I have toyed with the idea of doing like an Instagram live show once a week. That would be more topical with a message and a teaching. Um, but right now it's more like, Hey, what are your favorite playlists during the workday? What's your favorite, uh, resource, um, that helped you streamline your business? I love hearing your opinion, just building connection, creating conversation in the DMS, uh, but when you actually reply to your direct messages that people send you after a story, you're really building connection with your audience. I've had co- people convert to customers just after talking a while. People mm-hmm. want to interact with you. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. I think we're we're in such a unique moment of time right now. I think we're so incredibly lucky that we have live streaming and that we have Instagram stories and we have Facebook Live and all of these tools that anyone with an iPhone can access for free. I mean, I say it on the show all the time, like, do not fail to recognize this unique moment in time, you know, yeah. because even when I started my business, I'm sure when you started your business, like these tools weren't even available to us. And imagine what people had to invest and pay to have a captive audience on video, right? Yeah. Uh, back even just a couple years ago. And so now with podcasting and live streaming, I mean, we're unbelievably lucky. And I think it's up to all of us to take advantage of the resources at our fingertips to share our gifts and make a difference in the best and, and boldest and biggest way we possibly can. I'm with you, girl. It's a it's a privilege and the the reach we have with the tools in our hands, you know, right now it is a unique time and it, it probably will change. You know, it will just like Facebook pages now are much slower 
than they were five years ago. You know, you have to pay to play. You have to boost your posts for them to get seen on a business page. I do think Instagram will move in that direction because Facebook owns it. Absolutely. So Figure out where you're getting your most organic reach and maximize it, ride the wave. And, you know, yeah, you might have to boost an Instagram post in five years for it to get seen. But right now you don't. So use it and run with it. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So, you know, I, I love so much of what you're sharing here. I want to go back to stewardship for one quick second um, before we wrap, Kelsey. So, you know, you you talk about that and that's not that's not a big topic. I think the topic of services, I think stewardship less, less so. So I, I'm really intrigued by that. What are some things that our listeners can do going into this new, brand new clean slate of 2018 to be a better steward for their community and for the, the audience? that they're trying to serve? Without sounding too woo-woo, my first answer is get self-aware. I know that sounds very basic, but it's extremely transformative for your business when you know your blind spot. So I'm a visionary. When I stay in a management and admin position for too long, which I've done, I start to lose the best parts of me. So when I managed 25 women because I didn't have a second in command who was detail oriented at the time, that I didn't write for two years. I love writing. I'm capable of writing excellent pieces, but not if all of my thought and brain power is going to managing the details and the questions and the feedback and all the things. And so, you know, get self-aware um, on how you can build a best business that's going to cater to your strengths and hire for your weaknesses. And again, that sounds so simple, but I've, you know, been on both sides of being an employee of an organization I really believed in and was sad to leave, but everyone left. Every person turned in their keys the same day because we were like, we're not being stewarded well. We're martyring our life for this mission and we're not even cared for because our boss is so unaware that he's bulldozing us. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I know that I can be pretty dominant. I want you know, my team to feel safe enough to speak up to me, um, for there to be an appropriate, um, distribution of power. But I do want to be aware of how my team's wired, how they best respond to feedback and information. And it might feel like a lot of work on the front front end, but it's transformed my business and my life. So my favorite tool is the Enneagram. It's free. There's, I think, a free test at the Enneagraminstitute.com. Um, I say, use the test to see your top few scores and read into the top few. It's a verbal tradition, so a standardized test doesn't always capture you appropriately, but it measures your motivations, not your behaviors. So something like the Myers-Briggs or DISC will measure your behaviors, but the Enneagram tells you, oh, she's motivated by connectedness, or she's motivated by power, or he's motivated by freedom. I'm motivated by freedom, so I do not need to be managing 25 people. I need a second in command who is thrives on management to do that part mm -hmm. of my business. Perfect. No, that's that's awesome. Uh, that's a great recommendation for everyone. So you're amazing, Kelsey. I love every single thing that you were able to share with us today. I think you gave everyone a lot to go back and think about. And of course, some great tips and strategies too. Um, what is the best place for people to connect with you, learn from you, get more from you? Um, where, where do you want to invite people to take their next step? 
Yes. Well, first, thanks for having me and letting me join in on your show today. I just had a blast. Um, I, you can find me at KelseyChapman.com, Kelsey Chapman on Instagram. It's all linked up on my website, so you can find all the links there. And I would love to kind of see you come on over and say hello. Yeah, definitely. So thank you so much, Kelsey. Do you have any final thoughts or parting words that you want to leave our audience uh, thinking about here today as we wrap up today's show? Man, I just say keep investing in yourself and keep learning. I, I will never forget the words of one of my first mentors who said, you know, he was a 60 year old man, Kelsey, the first 5,000 you make investing yourself, you know, and I, I think that's so true. Keep investing in yourself. It may be hard. You may be strapped while you are getting your business off the ground while working a day job to put every penny you make back into a continuing your education and learning. But every investment I've made has always paid off, whether it's getting some clients that paid for the program I just paid for, you know, and I, I just think it's so worth it. So guys, whether you're not at a place to invest financially, invest your time and keep learning, serve to have mentors, whatever you need to do to kind of keep having someone pouring into you so that you can keep the ball rolling. Ah, I love that. So, so true. Kelsey Chapman, everyone. Thank you, Kelsey, for everything Thanks. that you shared today. Thanks for having me. It's such a joy, Kelly. You got it. And to all the listeners of Unstoppable Success Radio, thank you guys so, so much for being here. And if you can think of even one person in your life that could benefit from everything that Kelsey was willing to share with you here today, please pass this episode along. Sharing is absolutely caring. Go out there and make a difference in the world. And remember, until next time, guys, dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.